We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler from the Happy Place Hemp Studios. I say that because on YouTube... My background is Happy Place Hemp, but if there's an aspiring business that wants to buy the studio rights, please do. My name is Bart Winkler. Uh, Wow. Okay. So if you're waking up to this podcast, I do want you to first know, because we're taping this after Bucks Kings, Bucks won, but I do want you to first know, and I want you to hear from me, that Aaron Rodgers tweeted late at night. Aaron Rodgers tweeted late at night. He tweeted Sewell with laughing face emojis. He had liked the Rasul Douglas tweet during the day. He tweeted Sewell. I have a hot take here. It's an old man take. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, Roger's waiting for him, whatever. But it's fun that Rasul's like trolling everyone. I don't like when the players troll us. I don't like that. I would probably do the same thing if I was them, but. Bro, I want the news, man. Don't don't be trolling me. All right, so we're going to come in hot here. There's plenty of Rodgers to talk about, and and I will. I'm, I'm getting this show out, and uh, I've been sitting by my computer all day. So I do have a lot, I guess, to say about Aaron Rodgers. And throughout the show, it will come up. We'll go back to the Bucs. You know, other things might come up. But we're going to start right away with the Bucs as I am taping this at 1128 on Monday night, and people are – jumping in and so let's talk about it because that was a great game now there was a skirmish at the end that got people a little wild so a lot of times what i do is i start i watch the game most of the game upstairs in my living room and i come downstairs and sometimes i don't even watch the last minute of the game i was doing that for a while because you know the, the stream it's delayed whatever i made sure i had it on tonight i mean this was the it was a close game throughout but Bucks started to pull away a little bit. But, you know, and just, just in case something happens, you do want to have it on. And uh, I'm glad I did. There was a bit of a skirmish. Now, Brooke Lopez was heated. Brooke Lopez was heated this whole fourth quarter. Did not like a charge that he got called on him or an offensive foul at one point. Did not like that. Eventually got hit in the eye so much that he was bleeding. And then Giannis was coming over the timeline and kind of like dribbling it out. And then what had happened was, Trey Lyles made like a sort of defensive move and then tried to poke the ball away. I'm totally cool with everything Lyles did there. I have no problem with everything Lyles did at that point. 
you know, Giannis and whatever, he's trying to poke the ball away. So uh, there was a, there was a instance at the end where Lyles was trying to play defense game was running out playing to the whistle. I have no problem with that, but then there was a two hand shove and that was where the problem was. There was a two hand shove. That was the problem. And then Brooks saw the two hand shove because Lyles shoved Lyles shoved Giannis. Brooke got involved, just kind of stood up and said, don't do that. And then uh, Lyles like, tried to choke Brooke Lopez. That was bad. Now, Brooke got ejected. Lyles got ejected. There was very little time on the clock. The game was out of hand. Bucks get the win, 133 to 124. But I thought the defense that Lyles was playing was fine. More like Trey Cryles, trademark. But then the two-hand shove was bad. And then he eventually, like, tried to choke Brooke which was bad. Uh, all right. Comments coming in on YouTube. Let's read some of these. Chad says Lopez is a dog. Jake says Trey Lyles is a ham. Uh, what else do we got here? Chad says, Chad also says Rogers to start. No, sorry. <laughs> Chuck says one of the best regular season games I've watched in a long time. Here's what's so great about this game tonight. What's so great about this game. Cause the regular season is a grind. It is a grind, and you play – like, they play the Bulls four times. They play the Pacers four, four times. They play the Cavs four times. They play the Pistons four times. And those games, you know, get annoying. And then you play the Hornets three or four times. You play the Sixers a few times. And those get, you know, a little heated. And the Celtics, you know, that gets – these are the games that are great. The teams against the West during conference for the Bucks that could be a finals preview or – could have something to prove. These are the these are the games that get you up in the regular season. Now the Bucks play the Suns on Tuesday. We'll be live after that one too. Um, no Kevin Durant, which is unfortunate, but should still be a good contest out in Phoenix. I believe my guy uh, Grant Bills will be at that game. By the way, Grant is in Phoenix this week, Maryville to be exact, for his coverage, the Wisco Sports Show, um, on the WisconsinZone.net.net Zone Network. You can check him out there, but he's been broadcasting there. Had a great interview with Ethan Small, uh, and then now there's the Grant Bills curse because Ethan Small, two hours later, was sent to the minor leagues. So uh, there, there's a Grant Bills curse at this point. But Phoenix Tuesday night, Sacramento on uh, Monday night. And these are like Sacramento has not been relevant prop comedy since I had this phone. I'm pulling out right now my Samsung U.S. cellular phone, YouTube only, that is so tiny. Actually, this is probably, I'm going to text him on this phone. Shay, get in here, you dork. Text him on that one. Um, but these are the games that are so great because you get this kind of activity. You get a hype crowd. You get, it's a measuring stick game. It's, how do we stack up against this other team that we don't normally see? And they were at full strength tonight. And Giannis played, which was great to see. You know, the, the Sacramento fans, pretty much a barren franchise for 20 years. No reason to even care about them whatsoever. And now here they are making uh, making headway in the league, the two seed coming into the night. And I'm trying to text Rami, see if he comes on. We'll see. Rami apparently was at the game tonight where they – did not light the beam. 
Uh, Krieg says, Kevin Herter, best player in the NBA. I tried to look up this tweet. Credit to whoever said it. They said, this should be a Sabonis-Giannis game, but it won't be. Well, it was. I'll get to that in a minute. But then they also said, but it'll probably be a game where Herter goes nine for nine on threes. And Kevin Herter was eight for 11 with 28 points. So he dominated. Giannis, huge night for him, 46 and 12. You had Middleton with 31, so a big night for him. Great to see Middleton do that. You also got to see Drew with 11 and uh, six boards, eight assists. And then Brooke Lopez, 23 and eight with some big three-point shots, including some off the glass. That's for the Bucs. Uh, and then some sprinkled uh, lines in there. You also have Sabonis with 23 and a triple-double, 23-17 and 15. De'Aaron Fox with 35 and Herter with 28. A lot of those coming on the three-point shot. All right, Tim, I was saying, always good to, you know, I, I try to, like, sometimes I miss the last minute of the game or so trying to set everything up. Did not want to miss tonight. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, we had a fight go on. And when Lyles came up to Giannis, totally fine. Just playing defense. The push, obviously bad. And then he tried to choke Brooke Lopez, choke. which was kind of stupid. <laughs> Little scrub. Nothing. It's nothing. No fines. Not like no fines. Everyone will be fine. Just a little scrum, as they said on the broadcast. But it is – I mean, it's good to see that there a was a fight. competitive – Yeah, it's good to see, yeah. like – both teams took this as more than it is. The regular season is so weird where, and I'm not, you know, I'm glad that they won tonight, but it's not so much about the wins and losses at this point for me, unless you want to look at the, the one seed, which yay, the Bucks won and yay, the Celtics lost to the Rockets Tatum with the last second layup that did not go down. So that's good. But what this should be is it's, it's, it's a ramp up to the playoffs for both teams. And the Kings came in with a measuring stick game attitude. They had a nice first half. Bucks chipped away very quickly in the third. But they came in with a measuring stick game. And the Bucks could be a team that say, screw this. We're the Bucks. We don't need this one. Let them have it. But they rose to the challenge. They played. And I'm just watching this lineup, man. And, and this is how I felt the other night against the Warriors, even though they eventually lost. Like, this team is so good. This is... This is the premier Bucks team. If you're a Bucks fan and you're enjoying this team, you were born at the exact perfect time in history because this is the best it's ever been. It's, it's the best it's, it ever will be. They're super deep. They've got the best player in the league, no matter what Hardwood Paroxym tries to tell you. They've got a great depth. They've got great starters. They love each other. They've been together for years now, so that only gets better and that only builds. This is about as great as it can be for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I am trying to savor every moment. Uh, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, it's a shame that they didn't win, a, you know, when back in, what, 2019, 2020, the COVID year, because we could be really talking about a dynasty here, in all honesty. So. Well, yeah, if there was no COVID, Bucks are probably going for a four-peat. More than likely, so – um yeah just like like you said just try and enjoy every moment and because we probably won't have this in five years so well i mean that's you don't know that yeah we won't have it in like 20 20 for sure but i mean we won't five, have it in 10 yeah this might leave after this who knows 
Who knows? What are you doing? Yeah, just look planning ahead. Adam says, 90s feel to that game. Unfortunately, a lot of the contact today is against the rules. Uh, CL says, got Bucks lost, my boys. Yeah, I'll have to get Eddie J. Lemberger on here. To sing it for you. Oh, should, should we do like a live performance? Yes. You know, I don't want to I don't want to continue my rivalry with other shows, but we did try to get Pat McCurdy in once in studio. Mm-hmm. And I emailed Pat McCurdy directly because I had his email. Did he respond back? No. Then he forwarded it to his manager. And then his manager said, Pat is best friends with a guy from a different show. He will not do your program. Wow. Drew. Best friends, huh? Best friends. Who knew? Eduardo says Bart should fight Rami. I did send Rami a link to the show. Uh, I'm not he sure. Won't he won't join. Doesn't he have to do his 10-minute post-game show? Well, he went to the game. Rami went to the game. Rami ah. Makhlouf, our dear friend from Milwaukee, went to Sacramento. Tough. Uh, Bear says, big win for my Sabres tonight at the Leafs. Yeah, Sabres, Sabres are like on the cusp of making the playoffs, but then they keep losing. <laughs> I want to get into hockey, but the team I picked 10 years ago has sucked for 10 years. Uh, Kevin says, Bart, I saw your tweet. Trey Cryles, you've done it again. Yeah. I said Trey Cryles. Oh, like cry. Instead of, yeah, like I said, cryos like cry. Yeah. 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 Um, JM says, This is how you know the Bucks are the best team. We get everyone's best shot. Oh, I saw a tweet from Eric Name of The Athletic, our good, good buddy. You know, bumming around town. There's people, this, this was a big game for them. This was a big game for them. You know, the city showed out. Uh, probably everybody's watching on TV tonight. And I'm very happy for the Kings. And I, I didn't have Ron, I had Rami on CBS Sports Radio on Sunday, which I then played on Monday's show. I didn't have him on just to kill time in the final hour of my show, which is always a nice perk. But I really do want to give some love to the Kings because I watched him play in a game. I think it was Thursday night against the Knicks. They stayed up a little bit late. They were, you know, the West Coast game. And I'm watching the Kings, and they're just, they're good. The Kings are good. And I think you guys saw it tonight. Will the Kings get to the finals? I don't think anyone's going to think that. Can they win a first-round series? I think there's going to be a lot of people that pick against them. You know, even if they play like the Clippers or the Mavs, people are going to say, oh, well, the Kings aren't experienced. The Kings aren't whatever. But the Kings are a very formidable basketball team, and you saw it tonight. Now, the Bucs, I just think the Bucs are I – th- I, think, I think we might have the best Bucs team yet. I mean, I, I, I know we're afraid of the Celtics, even though they can't beat the 15-win Rockets. And I know we're afraid of the Sixers because they beat us on national television. But the Bucks, this is – I mean, I, I felt very good about that Bucks team two years ago. They are so immensely deep. Like, Bud, Bud, if he goes to the playoffs and plays eight guys or nine guys, that next five, whoever the next five is, I don't, I don't want to get too crazy. <laughs> I was gonna say the next five is still like a 35 win team. I know if they're the starters. They're at least 500. 41 and 41. My God. 
They could probably go 41 and 41 and be, be in a play-in game or something. So I'm just, uh, you know, it's a good night. It's always good when you stay up for a game and they get the victory. So that always makes it worth your while. Quick but, turnaround uh, now. Quick turnaround. Yep, they play the Suns on Tuesday. But the Bucks were down, could have easily folded at any time. They could have folded at half. They could have folded in the fourth. They could have folded. They could have folded right away early mm-hmm. and said, okay, the Kings clearly want this one. We'll play it out. But, you know, this this is for them. But they did none of that. And I think that what that shows me is that they have a desire to compete. They don't just have a desire to win. They have a desire to compete. They they knew they were going to get the best shot from Sacramento, and they wanted to compete. And I think there's something to be said for that. In a year where we talk a lot about load management, in a year we, where we talk a lot about how long the regular season is and what do these guys want, the Bucks came out there tonight, and they wanted to play. They wanted to compete. And, and I really am happy about that for them. <laughs> at <Yeah>. least like, <laughs> no, I was, at least give me a yes. And I was going to say something, but I, I mean, I've already said it. So whatever. You don't, how do you, how do you sit there and watch two and a half hours of a Bucks game and come on here and have nothing to say? I just, because it's, 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 it's the same thing every night. No, it's not. I just came up with a bunch of new things. Oh, good. They compete. The Kings are good. These regular seasons the interconference are they they change the regular season. There's hey, there's always something to talk about the Bucks. Whether these whether McCurdy's best friend thinks so or not. Let me get just get let's get to the playoffs now. We've seen them. They can compete. They can they're the best team. They are the best team in the NBA. Like there's no doubt about that. What now? We're what three games up? Three and a half? Four? Two and a half. Oh, two and a half. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you're you're giving a half a win for every quarter played tonight. I don't know. I, I like just, that. I... We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, we got a bunch. We got a bunch of people on for for late at night. I'm pretty excited about that. So I'll read some more of these comments here. I do just want to reiterate that if you're on YouTube or want to check it out on YouTube, I've changed my background from a nondescript house with a grand piano. I've replaced the grand piano with a knight, uh, a knight in sh shining armor, and then in the back behind me are a bunch of different gummies. This is the lobby of Happy Place Hemp. I'm going HappyPlaceHemp.com. Twenty five percent off. Every single order with the promo code BART. When you go to checkout, you type in BART, 25% off. Your first order, your second, your third, your 100th. It doesn't matter. If you use the code, you get the promo, 25% off at happyplacehemp.com. I didn't tell you this. Uh, I, I meant to tell you right after you signed off with me yesterday, but I took some of the THCOs. Okay. And I was like, I'm invincible. These don't work. I'm invincible. I took two of them. Yeah. And then like two and a half hours later, I was sitting on my computer and all of a sudden everything started like spinning. I'm like, well, I'm going to go to bed. And I laid down and I was out for the night. It was a beautiful thing. Happyplacehemp.com. I'm going there today. Today? This yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. What are you going to do? You got to... I am, give, I, uh, I am you got to Uber Rob a ride to work or what? I can. Yeah, let, let me know, you know, let me know where he lives. Hmm. Um, I am freshly out. I need I need them. Yeah. <laughs> so you need will, those gummy squares. You need those gummy squares. You need to help you with it and anxiety. Trust me, a half a one works perfectly for me. Oh, you got to do the Texas two step. Uh, I, I I can't I can't do that. Jake says starting to worry. Bud will forget he has Jay Crowder down the stretch of games. Yeah, has not been playing him much in the fourth quarter. I I don't know. Greg says he's going to be sitting with Grant. Oh, Suns game. Yes. Oh, Greg, Greg and Gene. Yeah. Hey, uh, they should have gone to the World Baseball Classic tonight. Is what they should have done. Oh, it was it was an early game. It was only seven seven run seven innings. Yeah, they called it mercy rule. How about my Great Britain guys? Uh, Same new, the USA. Yeah, they wore their alternate uniforms today, so had a little more color in them. <laughs> Nick says Brooks having the best season of his career. Been loving this Brooks season. What an amazing athlete and player. Look, I don't know the specifics. I'm gonna say Hall of Fame. I don't know the I like I don't know the. I mean, how's Brooks the leading net scorer? He completely changed his game. He had a great college career. Yeah, uh, Brooks a Hall of Famer, man. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, he wins another another title. No one's ever wearing eleven again. I mean, we're gonna run out of numbers. Look, we the might Lakers retired sixteen for Paul Gasol. We're we retiring the, all these numbers. We might be the first. NBA team, possibly in like twenty years, to have triple digit numbers wearing one digits, one oh three, one oh or like instead of thirty four, someone has to wear zero thirty four. Yeah, we might just go to letters, <laughs> or they'll use the language from Futurama, or do Roman numerals. Roman numerals would be good. Here's another good question from Nick. Who's got the best chance to beat this Bucks team? Hmm. Boston. All right. So 
Well, that's what I've been saying on CBS. Nick, that's a great question. What I've been saying on CBS is I think there's a lot of guys that can pick off Boston. I think Boston can get beat by a lot of teams. But they are very good. I think they're the only team that can beat the Bucs. Because they beat the Bucs last year. Now that was without Middleton. But they they had to they had to have their guys step up. I mean, right now, I you know, the casual or the whatever is gonna say it's Bucks, Celtics, and then mm-mm, Sixers, but six, I think the Bucks are like they're the best team in the league. They're the best team in the league. Yeah. They're unstopped. I mean, they're so good. You don't want to be the like Warriors oh, needed. I mean, the, the teams that are beating them, they need like A plus plus games to beat them. What would be a uh, uh, what would be a finals? Now I know you'd say Golden State and the Bucks, but an ideal finals for you, just the gold Golden State and the Bucks, or uh, Phoenix and the Bucks, just those two teams. What do you mean by ideal? Like what? What team would you want to play in the finals? Oh, the Clippers. Does, does a team from Does a team from the West scare you? Um, I think Phoenix with Durant, just because Durant's on that team. So the teams I least want to play. Yes, I ain't worried about Denver because they're not getting there. Phoenix would be a challenge. The Warriors would be a challenge, but. They have no one to stop Giannis. Absolutely no one. The Grizzlies are lost. I, I don't know. I the Kings. The Kings. Look, that was a good game tonight. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that, that say, hey, that would be a fun finals. I think we'd sweep them for all. The Kings? Yes. They're a good team, but I don't no, think they're they right. for sure... They'd for sure get game three. I don't I don't think they're they're ready for the finals quite yet. But that's just me. I don't know. I almost think they're more ready than some of these other teams. Because if you're the, the Kings, Kings you're, if you're the Kings and you get to the finals, you get there with no pressure. Everything's gravy. If you get there and you're Jokic, like you have to win for your reputation. Are the Kings better than Denver? Would the Kings could you see the Kings beat Denver in a seven game series? Look, this is so Jokic MVP bias, but I am out on Denver 100%. I don't, I don't think they're it. I, I'm no 100% out on Denver. Okay. I'm just, I'm just not in on them. Now, uh, the Kings can't play defense. I've been reminded. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm out on Denver. I'm totally out on Denver. So you're out on Denver. You think Denver's going to – will Denver make it to the fi- that Western Conference Finals? No. No? So they're out first or second round. As long as Golden State gets their shit together, it should be them and Phoenix somehow or the Lakers. In the if finals? LeBron's healthy. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, the Lakers – What? They've got a deep team. They've got a deep team. I want whatever gummy square you took. They they picked up a lot of guys that, like, are so irrelevant, but they're relevant. Like Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. 
They, they they are not bad. You are crazy. No, the Lakers are. What? How many games out are they? Where? I need to look at the standings. No, let me give you my Western Conference breakdown. Okay. Let me give it to you. You know what? Should we even talk Rodgers tonight? Like, who? What are we even gonna say? Nothing. We're not gonna say. We're gonna just hit repeat of what we said last night, or the night before, the day before. It's midnight. I got a lot of people here. They didn't come here to hear me talk about Rodgers. No, screw him. So if you're on the podcast, we might not talk about him that much. Sorry. I do want to say one Rodgers thing is everybody's thinking that he's going to be on McAfee. He's not. We went through this last year. We were like, there was a there was a period on Monday where we're like, what's well, going to happen? And then everyone started tweeting, oh, he'll say it on McAfee. He never showed up on McAfee. He doesn't show up during the offseason. Maybe we're, once we're or twice. We're doing the same thing. What, what, don't people understand? And now the Jets fans are like, oh, so this is what it's like. Because what it's like <laughs> is what it's like is you just wait and wait and wait for the inevitable. You know it's going to happen. He's getting traded to the Jets. You knew it was going to happen the last few years. He was going to come back, but he makes you wait. Oh, well, he doesn't make you wait. Well, then why is he out there liking tweets all day? If... I saw this tweet somewhere. Another person at another radio station. If he does go on McAfee tomorrow, he's going to announce his retirement. I kind of, I kind of agree with that take right there. We'll see. He's not going to announce his own free agency. I'm being traded. So let's. Just I get sort of think he likes the idea of going to the Jets, but he doesn't actually want to go Correct. start over at yes. 39. Yes. That's what right. I think. And the Packers clearly don't want him. I'm fine if Rodgers comes back, but he's got to fight for his job. He ain't coming back. $60 million back. backup. You heard All right, me. let me you give you my me. Western Conference breakdown. All right. I'll start from the bottom. Rockets, second best team in the East. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Spurs, Mamu Nation, Trailblazers. Uh, why is Damian Lillard like he needs to leave? He's been so loyal for so long, and the Blazers keep getting worse, they keep trading away dudes. He needs to leave. The Jazz, uh, whoops, they were too good at the beginning of the year. The Thunder are gonna be a force in two years. The Pelicans. I mean, they're 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 playing lost bound. The Lakers, I think, can go. I think the Lakers can get out of the West. Absolutely. The Mavs will not. The Timberwolves are pathetic. Rudy Gobert, that is the worst trade ever. I said this the other day, but I'll say it again because uh, it came, it kept coming up. Happy COVID thirty year anniversary, by the way. But when when uh, Rudy Gobert was touching the microphones, you're like, well. That's going to be what Rudy Gobert is known for. No, he's going to be known for one of the worst trades in NBA history. <laughs> the Warriors, I'm still not going to doubt them. You know, everyone's going to point to everyone. They're going to get to the playoffs and people are going to be like, well, God, in the regular season, they uh, they couldn't win on the road. Oh, yeah. Well, they also like sat dudes all the time. And all, it, it doesn't matter. People are going to tell you the road record is a, a big deal. But then all the Warriors need to do is go to Sacramento, win one game, and suddenly they have home court advantage. It does not matter. The Clippers, 
I don't know. They just they're they're way they're they're way worse than their talent. I don't get it. The Suns can win the whole thing. The Kings are fun. I hope they win a series. The Grizzlies are even without John Morant. They they act like they've won five championships when they've never even been past the second round. And the Nuggets are a joke. So it's Suns or Warriors or Lakers. And I'm I'm look. You're gonna you're gonna tell me you're gonna look at the playoffs and say who do I think is coming out of the West? Jokic, Steph, or LeBron? I have no not Jokic. Durant, Steph, or LeBron? I have no problem saying that. Though there's those are the teams that have made it all the time. So I I totally feel like like if you could give me Lakers, Suns, and Warriors or the field, I would bet I would there'd be so much I would bet on that. I would bet an arm. I would bet your arm. Thank you. I would bet I would bet more than an arm. Two arms, maybe. All right, some more comments. Uh, Dustin says, need some Marjan minutes. Mm, I don't know if you're going to get a lot of that. Um, let's see. Test user wants to know if we're going to get any Jay Lemberger's political hour. He is very outspoken on a lot of different matters on Facebook. I will add. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew says Giannis making 40 pieces look easy. Yeah. I thought he had like 30. I looked, he had 44. He finished with 46. Alex hammered the Bucks money line at uh, halftime. Never a doubt. Let's get Rami on the post game. I'm trying. He did not respond. Didn't you try the first time we played him, and and he came like last minute. He was eating. I remember that. Uh, Chuck says I don't get how Tim can talk for hours about the Badgers, but he can't say one word about the Bucks. <laughs> Who is it? Chuck Chuck Reams? Is that Reams? <laughs> no, but Bucks got a, a Badgers got a big game coming up. No, uh, huge game tomorrow. <laughs> and they're actually the two seed, so if they win, they I, get another home game. That was hilarious. Yeah, the NIT screwed up their bracket. They screwed up their bracket. <laughs> so funny. who do who do we play again? Bradley. Bradley. Yeah. Your boy, Brian Wordle. My boy. Uh, Brooke was given some superhuman serum after that back surgery. That's from Nick. Oh, by the way, I do want to share this with uh, everybody. I've decided today that this is my life now. Remember when I started a podcast and I was like, this is not my job. This is not my job. Yeah, I do. Well, I kind of had to say that for like legal reasons. But this is definitely my job, and I've applied for I've applied for nine to fives, and I've gone far, far in an interview process. I realized today that I may never work a real job again. You will, Bart. You will. So why I bring that up is because with all my free time today, he said superhuman serum. Uh, I'm I'm doing a complete MCU watch. I've done all the movies and the Disney Plus shows. I am now doing it where I'm adding Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and all the Netflix shows I've never seen. 
So starting from the beginning, I'm almost done with Agent Carter season two. I watched eight episodes today. And I have a big time crush on Haley Atwell. Good for you. Thank you. Don't tell my wife. I will not. Corey says, should the Bucks retire the number six for the fans? Should the Brewers <laughs> retire the number 10? Tim Allen's worst take. <laughs> uh, people, I'm just catching up on some of the comments. People are saying, stop talking about Rodgers and stop talking about the Lakers. <laughs> Jake says you can't be a one seed and be a joke. They're a playoff joke. I'm telling I'm so down on Jokic. I'm so down on him. We need to do whatever it can. He cannot be. He cannot be the he cannot be the first player in 40 years to win three straight MVPs. I yeah. I don't know how. A passionate topic. I, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know why we're talking about. Didn't weren't we fatigued with Giannis going after two? Yeah, but yeah, Matt I mean, Moore loves Yoko. It's all he tweets about eight times a day. I know. I know. How let's about go to Arizona? Hey, let's go out to Arizona for a minute. Yeah, I guess we could. I shouted out my guy earlier. He's uh he's busting his ass. Grant Bills. Good evening, gentlemen. Are you at Cones? No, I'm at my no. grandma's. I heard you, you revealed. I heard you revealed his face. Yes, but no, it wasn't. I had a streamyard because I don't have a phone out here, and I wanted to still take calls. But it wasn't broadcasting. I saw it. Another caller saw it, but it didn't go out to anyone else. And the other caller who saw it has too much of a life to care about Cones' face. Yeah, Grant, uh, I was. I saw your video and you're out in Phoenix broadcasting for the Brewers or doing your show there this week and mm-hmm. you StreamYard link. And I love, uh, and it worked. I'm glad to see it worked. It worked. It worked really well. Cause I it clicked worked. on it. Yeah. I was going to join your show. And then I realized I was scrolling Twitter on the toilet. <laughs> so I had to, uh, I mean, no one would have, no one would have seen. So you would have been okay, but. Toilet awareness, streamyard awareness is important. I just I saw a link and I clicked on it and then I I remembered. So uh, we're talking Bucks Kings. You follow the Kings intensely. I do. I don't know how much. Well, you've liked the Kings for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of this you've caught in so far, but I'm very complimentary of the Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that this was a great game. But what what to me this game says from a Bucks perspective is. They, they could have folded at any time. They were down at half. They could have folded in the first five minutes. Like, okay, the Kings want this. But the Bucks were like, we're going to compete. They want to compete. So let's compete. Let's, let, let's play. And I think that goes a long way. That goes, it goes, them competing in a game that the Kings really wanted goes a lot farther to me than like, oh, they played Philly and then choked away a lead or they, they choked against the, the Warriors or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Those are games, things happens in games. This was a mentality that I liked from the Bucks tonight where the, the Kings, they had a measuring stick game, and I think they measured up well, but the Bucs were not going to go out of there without a win tonight. So I'm very, very happy to see that from them. 
It's the way they're wired. I talked with our friend Justin Garcia earlier tonight, and we were previewing this game a little bit. He had me on his his Bucks pregame show, which is funny because I don't think he takes my take seriously, and he kind of had to for the sake of this interview that he recorded, which made me laugh. But he shared the stat that the Bucks have the best record in basketball in games where they've led by more than 11 points and blown a lead. So if you take all the, the games where a team is led by 11 or more and blown that lead, what's your record in those games? And the Bucks are the best. And I think that's an example. We saw that in the Brooklyn game the other night where the Bucks just respond really well mentally to things. If they have a nice lead and they blow it, they don't freak out. If they fall behind early, they don't freak out. And maybe Bart, like, couple months ago like that memphis game where they really just let go of the rope maybe in december this is a game they just give up with in the first quarter or the second quarter but i think now that it's march and they're getting healthier i think this is a game where you really see how this bucks team is wired and and the way they operate it was really impressive i agree they could have folded and then herder got hot at the end too they could have folded then and just have oh, screw this the place is going nuts and the kings are great in the clutch and they didn't it was impressive i saw the saddest tweet ever today from Rami. Did you guys see this? I may have unfollowed. I don't know if I follow Rami. I Let me oh, check. Wow. Well, he, I think I've followed him more than once and he's never at any point followed me back. And I. So here's, here's how little the Kings know what to do fan wise. Cause they have been bad for 15 years. And so one of the things, and, and maybe you guys heard this, if you listen to the pod yesterday, it was a interview I did on CBS Sports Radio that I played because no one listened. Um, but I said the Kings got to be in this place where they're doubting themselves, but then they're mad that the national media is doubting them too. You know, we've gone that through as Bucks fans. We're like, oh well, we're, we're but then someone talks like so, we get all mad. So one of his one of his colleagues came up with. Their chant is light the beam, light the um, beam, because a beam I'm lights looking, out of the stadium. I'm looking at it. So he goes, <laughs> they made a light the beam chant guidelines. Good graphic. Here are the guidelines of this guy's suggestion, Chris and Co. I saw this. Yeah. For when they can say light the beam. There's just one guy saying it, but one, under three minutes to go. Two, Kings must be winning comfortably enough that you're willing to live with the embarrassment of the game going sideways. Three, chant should start at a dead ball situation so it won't be interrupted. Four, stop if the players or coaching staff is visibly upset with the timing of the chant. Mike Brown, up two. Big defensive stop. What are they doing? Light the beam right now. Some second. Good to see you guys. Trying to gauge Mike Brown's face. You're looking down, peering yeah. down. Is he? Is he good? Get the PA guy to say, "Do the wave instead." We can't. Five in the playoffs. Do not do until the final. Bro, we're saying Bucks in six, like on the street, man. Just say yeah. it whenever. I remember being at the Bradley Center when the Bucks lost in six games to the Raptors, and we just started chanting. Bucks and nine. Like fans just chant stuff. We started chanting Bucks and nine. Everyone chanted that in the concourse leaving the stadium. <laughs> you can't you can't chance. tell fans, you can't give logical guidelines to what fans are supposed to say. No. Yeah. I like I like I like I mean I, I understand and I appreciate, but also it's like 
Light the beam. Kevin, there's there's three and a half minutes left. Chris and Co. said not until three minutes. And look at Sabonis is mad. This guy's, this guy's verified? <clears throat> oh. He's verified. Okay, I'm looking at his Twitter. Oh, he's verified? He's he has a blue check mark. Yeah, I want mine. To, I want to get rid of mine. But yeah, but I always click the blue check to see are you really or are you are you paying for it? Like this guy who creates digital content producer for Sacktown 1140. All due respect respectfully, I'm not throwing shade at this guy. Well, I do a podcast from my basement. You're doing it from Happy Place Hemp, it looks like. Oh, yeah, dot com, 25% off. Hey, I one thing I have to tell you before I dip out or before you kick me off. I did. No, I have of, a lot of questions for you. Okay. I did one of your bits today on my show. Good. Um, I'm smart. I played, a, I played a, a Q&A that I did with Ethan Small, and it, and he was the, he's the first player I've ever talked to in the locker room. I was peeing down my leg when I walked up to him. I was I was terrified. For Ethan Small. Yeah. And I played the Q&A. It was like a minute 40. And then when it was done, me and the audience critiqued my interview and how I did. Poor. Very poor. After the first question, he answered it a little quicker than I thought. And I had not yet queued up a second question in my head. And the first thing I said was, oh, what was the other thing I wanted to ask you? Oh, and then I started my next question. Not great. Why? Why'd you talk to Ethan Small? Oh, I, that's what I brought up earlier that there's a grant curse because then he got his ass sent down. <laughs> did he get sent down today? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> why did I go talk to him? Because he was by himself at his locker, and I'm like, he that, that guy doesn't look like he's gonna say no. He's not. I think he's I not talked about this the other day. It's it's a very it's a very like, it's a while. It's it's not a natural, it's not a natural thing. So Grant is in Arizona. He has uh, done a great job by getting Frogger's Bar and Grill or whatever the fuck they're called in Lacrosse to send you there. Why did you go to the World Baseball Classic tonight, dude? What's up? Why didn't you go to the World Baseball Classic? Why didn't I go? Yeah. Where is it? Arizona. Chase Field. What am I gonna spring for tickets for that? I was on air. I was, dude. I was, I was working all day today. I was doing stuff all day today. Yeah, those are long days. But so going in the locker room, it's like such a, it's like it's like picking out a slab of meat, but Ooh. the meat's alive and it can talk to you and say no, and make you feel, Ethan Small. You know? go up to Christian Yelich tomorrow. Okay, dude, I. He was in there with he was in there with Max Hama today. Homa, however you say it. The golfer? Mm-hmm. He was just he was farting around in the Brewers clubhouse. Yeah. Oh. Is everyone being nice to you down there? Sports writers? Yeah, the sports writers were very nice to me. Kurt was Kurt Kurt took me under his very long wing a little bit and showed me around and showed me the ropes a little bit. I appreciated that. McAlvey's a unit. I don't know why. I thought McAlvey was older. He sounds so wise, and he always has when he came on the fan with you. But he's like he's forty-one, like, maybe. He likes he give him the ball in the gym. He could go for forty. That's what he looks like, like at a rec game at the Y. Like he's a unit. McKelvey's a stud. He is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah. All very nice. 
Okay. Um, so are you getting back up at 6.15 tomorrow? Tomorrow's an off day. So they don't have they don't have clubhouse tomorrow. So I'll probably get there on new. I'm just using the, the booth there tomorrow, basically. Maybe I'll fart around and see if I can bump into anyone, but that's about it. Hmm. You know, we've gone 45 minutes tonight. Uh, I did one little thing on Rogers for maybe a minute and a half, but that's pretty much been it. I have a Rogers take. Would you like my take? This is basically the one thing I said on my show today. Yeah. By the way, good job. Is that what you wanted? Well done. Good show that you haven't talked about Rogers. Is that if I did like- a, if I did a tape show, I probably would have talked a lot about Rogers, reiterating the same points, trying to find a different spin. But yeah. if I've got eighty people on here at midnight, I'm talking bucks. Yeah. I mean, the game was great. I just, just I okay. People Rogers, people right? are like, oh no, Rogers. I just want to let me let Grant hear. His, come on. What you want? You want my Rogers take? Yeah. Well, all I said today was we we're we we're talking about compensation. I don't think he wants to go to the Jets. I Chris Broussard said that on Fox. He's like he doesn't want to play for the Jets. He just wants the sixty million, and he's got to play somewhere in order for that to happen. Because it's he's, a, he's clear, a, the Packers don't want him. He's not wanted his own home. And uh, he there's there's other homes that he can live in, but he's like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I you know, I'd mess around with her and stuff, but I got to move all my shit over there. It's a lot. And and move it all there to maybe move out in a year anyways. You know what I mean? That's another thing. Just retire. Have Murphy give you some money under the table. Come back when Jordan Love gets hurt. Be a hero. Why didn't it happen today? Should have happened today. Well, everyone thinks that he's going to be on McAfee tomorrow, which that's what that's what we did. We did that last year. Why didn't it happen today? I don't know. Because they're, they're going to work a trade where David Bakhtiari and Mason Crosby and like the Jets are going to be like they're going to get every thirty-five-year-old Packer. Just retire and hang out with your friends if that's what you want to do. You know what I mean. The Jets, I don't want him to go to the Jets. The Jets have a, oh, yeah, Dov Kleeman, this motherfucker, who's not real, tricking the Jets players. This guy is not real. He is not real. I called him out for it. Block me. Trey Wingo. Why didn't didn't Trey Wingo have a follow-up tweet? You don't tweet it's a done deal and then not say another thing. Yeah. Like, say, I'm being silenced. Say. Say something. Yeah. Because we all thought it was done, but we were waiting for the next tweet from Rapid. Yeah, how about Trey Wingo? This guy used to host the NFL draft, and now when he tweets something, you're like, oh, I need I need Weasel Schefter to say it. Hold on, I need to check this. So did he tweet, did he do that thing where he didn't capitalize any of the words in his tweet about Rodgers? Let me check. No, he capitalized words. I, I need I need my insiders and professionals to capitalize their words. It's becoming very trendy, and I'm part of it where you just don't capitalize any letters. I, I'm yeah, pulling he said TV, right yeah. Hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about it. And then he just, that was it. That was that. No, he said time is a flat circle. That was also, I didn't need that. If you're breaking news, I don't need your, I don't need that. I don't need that last part. What yeah, I leave, said that, today, leave that to the Dobbs and the Ari Miroffs. What I said today is that if the Packers are going to trade, because at the time we thought it might actually happen today, like at any point, 
I don't want the Packers to get out from Rodgers' money. I want them to eat the money, eat Rodgers' money for a year or two and get as many picks as possible, right? Because Packers fans now have convinced themselves. It's like, well, Jets take the money. The Packers don't get great compensation, but we get out from the contract. No, 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 no. Again, I'll take the contract. Hit me with the contract. We're not trying to win next year. So I'll, Wait, I'll did bite you give me your Rodgers take or no? That was my, that's all I said today. We were talking about compensation. And what, what am I look like? Cause this is going to be a bizarre trade. I, I think it's going to be weirder than, Oh, he goes for a second and a third. There's no way it's going to be that easy. Or I feel like it would be done already. I felt for you. I, uh, so Grant's radio show. What did I bill you as earlier in this podcast? I think I said you work at the mad city zone dot zone dot net zone coverage team. There you go. That's funny. I don't know. Mad city sports zone <laughs> network. Uh, Wisconsin sports zone network. It's we can discuss my corporate structure later. It's it's a hot. But anyway, so what makes us great. You you plan for months to go to Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is a this is a re reinvigoration of you in this profession. I am doing something. I'm getting out of the monotony of Mm -hmm. the daily grind. I'm putting myself in uncomfortable new situations where I leave in the morning, fearful of the day, come home at night, excited about what I've achieved. That's actually pretty accurate. I was very stressed last night and this morning, very much yes, so. Yes, but then it's, it, and, and it's all, it's all been good for you. You're having, you, you, you have done more, you feel like you've maybe done more in one day than you've done in months in terms of and your profession and, and your attitudes. And it is just an incredible trip. And then here you have this whole plan. I'm going to, I got, I, I interviewed Ethan Small. I talked to Craig Council. I did all these things. And then this Rogers thing is sitting there. It's like when I went out to Legends of the Field and finally caught my white whale, Jeff Janis, and had this great interview with Jeff Janis that I was ready to play multiple times. And here I am as the producer for Chuck and Wicket. And this is my moment to shine. Oh, this weird producer, he does this Janis thing, and now I got to talk to him and they did Janice. I got Janice to go. Janice is a something. And then Bo Ryan's steps down the night of. So the next day, it's all Bo Ryan, Bo Ryan. And then I, I got to be like, uh, Mike, it's uh, 9.55. You think we could play Jeff Janice here? I was really proud of it. <laughs> I mean, screw it. I, um, I tweeted this today. You I- planned a great show. Wade Miley was getting Rogers could have announced a run for president today. You were getting three and a half minutes of me and Wade Miley. There was not, there was literally not a sports story that could have occurred today that would have prevented me from playing that audio. What'd you talk to Wade Miley about? Wade, Wade Miley was actually really interesting. I asked him about what it was like to be back. I've read the, read the room very clearly that he was a, a guy's guy. And I told him in college that I had some roommates. I watched all the playoff games with them. They'd never watched the Brewers, didn't know anything, but they loved Wade Miley. They've brought him up multiple times since. Loved his beard. Loved the way he was. I asked him if he misses hitting, because that's my memory of him in 2018. And he's like, fuck no. Guys throw like 100 now. Hell no. Like, he's like, it's fine. And he he said it was interesting. He's like, I remember being here in 18 and knowing that Woodruff was going to be nuts and Burns was going to be nuts. And he stayed in touch with those guys the last couple of years. And I asked him, like, what do you think your role is going to be? He's like, I don't know. Make, maybe make some starts. Just, like, try to help the team. He was just so – it was. I, I enjoyed him. He was funny. I got a kick out of him. With all due respect, I forgot 
Tim was here. Tim, I I want staring down the. I'm not going to lie, Tim. I want your thoughts on this. Staring down the barrel of a Craig Council interview was it was it was very intimidating, but it was very fun. I enjoyed it. He's an interesting guy. Did do you ever do one of those, Tim? An interview with Council? Yeah. No. Why would I do one? Does Council know who you are? Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys were at the same like. I saw Target, his wife. Would you say something? Yeah, I saw his wife last year. She looked at me and goes, "How are you doing? We miss you around the ballpark." Yada yada yada. Yeah, I love that. Did she listen to the show? She does not. Did uh, Wade Knightley listen to the no. show? I don't know, but I mean, I could ask next time I run into her. Grant, you should do a bit tomorrow uh, where you go around to every brewer and put out your hand and say. Put out your hand and I'll give you a piece of cheese. <laughs> uh, I'll pick what kind of cheese. Should I come in with a bag of curds? Oh, yeah. God. Put out your hand. I'll give you a provolone. Or By the way, I'm, I'm really into Swiss right now. I, I didn't need a know brick the, of Swiss. I didn't know the World Baseball Classic was in town tonight. Probably would have gone to that. I'll, I'll, I'll How far are you from Maryville? I, I don't know if you guys know this. I went to Phoenix two weeks ago. I'm now an expert. On all things Phoenix. Uh, if I if I take the 60 to the 10 to the 101, it's about 40, 45 minutes. Oh. What? A lot of construction on the 10. Not anymore. I, there was no construction this morning. Oh, My no, grandma what? was saying the same thing. But you, far enough. If you take a picture yes, of me around in the clubhouse around, say, do you miss this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a dumb dad story. We were driving around Phoenix for three days. Uh-huh. I mean, we go visit my grandma. We go to the aquarium. We go wherever. And every time, my wife would go to my son. Hey, look at the mountains. Look at the mountains. He would not say a word. He would just sit there. He'd be like. And then on the last day, we're going to the airport. He goes, Mommy, wow, look at all those mountains. <laughs> she was so pissed. I'm a dad. Not a girl dad, but just a boy dad. Boy dads don't get as much credit these days as we should, or as they should. I mean, what do, what do I even do? I mean, I just I, I play catch with my kid, and I whatever. I just let my wife do all the work, and I'm just I'm just there to c- come back 18 years later and be like, hey, you're a pro athlete now. I want to be in your life. I mean, if I was a girl dad, I'd be going to the park. I'd be going to you know the festivals. I'd be going to the the, the winter sing along stance. You know. Is Tim the godfather? What role does Tim play in your child's life? Oh, have you met my kid? Uncle Tim? I have not. No. I have not. Uh, Tim Tim knows where my kid goes to daycare. Yep. Because I was pulling in one day to pick up my kid from daycare, and then Tim pulled in behind me. And I said, what is this? He's like, oh, I was door dashing and I saw you and they. Can I can I bring up something? I was listening to your pod this morning on my drive to the ballpark. Tim just like, I need more Tim, I guess, on this. You you brought up that you put a bug in your niece's ear about playing basketball at Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Is she good? Yeah. I know you like follow the team. Yes. Yeah. She's good. Okay. Yes. So, like, could play in college. Good. Like I said, she's not carry a team to the sectional semifinal good. I mean, they got bounced in regionals, but. 
She got, yes, she actually just got co-MVP of her team, first team, all-conference. Um, oh, first team all-conference. Yeah. yeah. She's getting recruited from basketball and for soccer. Mm-hmm. Bigger schools for soccer, littler schools for basketball. An Aaron Rodgers type of recruiting situation. They see overlooked, mm-hmm. but not on this pod. Um, by the way, speaking of regional semi-sectional finals, state, whatever, um, my I learned today because Tony from Texas joined my show uh, that my Lacrosse Central Riverhawks are playing his Whitnell Falcons this Friday afternoon, uh, and I'm very much looking forward to. That. I think his team's probably going to win. But Riverhawks, yeah, they changed. They're not the Red Raiders anymore. Why did woke. they change their name? They went woke. Red Raiders. Red Raiders mm-hmm. is not okay. Whatever. Is that like what so? I think it is. It must be, but I was confused because the imagery, like the picture was always like a knight on a horse. Yeah, just change the imagery. Well, the imagery was fine. I think the problem was when that name was created years ago, it was something else. And then since then they tweaked the imagery, which to me is like, okay, you're a red knight. That's perfect. But I guess the undertones were still there. I don't know. I'm not in the loop. I don't go to school board meetings. I don't have a kid in the district. I just, I just cheer for the teams, man. Oh, I can't wait to be a school board meeting, Dad. You could run go for in school there. board. I'm going to go in there and review real every job. curriculum. Run for school board. You're not. You don't have a real job. You said you don't want to get a real job. Be on the school board. Uh, no, I've I've tried to get I've tried to get several real jobs. Well, I watched really? eight episodes of Agent Carter today. Yeah, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of Marvel. You're a stronger man. Tomorrow I'll finish season two. I'll probably watch Captain Marvel again and Iron Man. You're rewatching Marvel movies now? I'm adding all the TV shows I've never seen. Ah. So I've never seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I know it gets weird at the end, but I've never seen Daredevil or uh, Kingpin or all that shit. Not I watched Pulp Fiction for the first time in my life without the sound via the person next to me on the plane on Sunday. So I didn't hear anything. There were no captions. I had the Lakers game on, but I watched pulp. I kind of feel like I got the gist of what happened. What'd you fly? Delta. Delta. I'm a Delta man. Yeah. Well, I flew Southwest. Wow. Thanks. Fly free. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I feel like I've really stepped in the middle of your guys' chemistry. I'm going to I'm going to let you guys cook. But I will ask some players about you, Tim, and see if I can get any fun stories for the podcast. Tim and I have as much chemistry as the water boy has with the head cheerleader. Jesus. I think of like we're both on the same field at the same time, but we ain't talking. And look at you. Look at this strapping man. This high school quarterback with this pimp-ass mustache. The one guy in senior high that can grow a facial hair. The night is still young, Grant. I'll buy you. Yeah, yeah it's only 1030. I was up early. I got I to get my Zs. I'm going to the Bucks game tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. No one's going to play. So that's going to be fun. I assume, I guess, both teams are on a back-to-back. So Well, you can go USA-Columbia, Chase Field, 9 o'clock. I think I'm going to try to track down Eric Name. I think that's my mission for tomorrow night. Namesy? Because, I yeah, he's going to be there, I would assume. 
So I'll see if I can find him. I didn't know the, the World Baseball Classic was in town. It was really cool. Last thing. It was on in the clubhouse this morning. That was a cool ex- being in the clubhouse when all of those guys were watching the World Baseball Classic. They reacted to everything, every foul ball, every they were. It was really cool. Watching. Who was on this morning? Who was on? Well, it might have been a replay. It was. I don't know. It, Juan Soto was on one team. Who were they playing? It was a replay. Puerto Rico and Venezuela. Yeah, Venezuela. But even with the replay, like Juan Soto would jack a foul ball to the third deck and they were all yelling and hooting and hollering. And I'm like, this is this is cool. I was in a Bucks locker room once and we had to wait 45 minutes to do interviews because everybody was watching Duke uh, UCF when Taco Fall was there. Really? Duke, I think, won in overtime. Mm-hmm. If I was in the NBA, I wouldn't pay it. I love the Badgers. But then Giannis was like, oh, Taco, I can't wait to dunk on him. Yeah. I would not pay attention to college basketball. I was on the NBA. I'd be like, oh, I'll worry I fill out all my brackets. Don't yeah. tell me. Wait till tomorrow. Why? Because I haven't filled out mine yet. I'm going to Alabama Houston final, is what I did. Okay, chalk. All right. <sighs> well, no. So I don't want Alabama to win because that's weird, but I'm they're going to win because I don't want them to. And then Houston. Uh, Bucks legend Kelvin Sampson. No, no, where's he coach now? Indiana. No, Houston. You got it right. Yeah. Huh? Um. All right. So I'm going to advertise. This is a mostly Bucks podcast. When I tweet this out, everyone's going to be dancing around Rogers. So I'll make sure I get out there. That we. I mean, we we touched on it, but nothing happened. So what's there to say? What is there to say? I feel like I really stepped in here and ruined the flow, but we had some funny moments. So thank you, gentlemen. Well, you feel bad about it. Letting me, thanks for letting me hop in. You feel real bad about it. I do. Uh, Omaha Steaks is their semi-annual sale that's going on right now. Oh, <laughs> just left. Well, I don't want to sell you guys steaks. I've been telling you guys for months. I was trying to tell Grant about it, sell him some steaks. I'm going to do a contest where I buy steaks for someone. Okay. Yeah, I got to figure it out. But I'm going to buy someone a package of steaks. Okay. You can enter. Me? Yeah, it's not like the radio where you can't enter. Oh, okay. You can enter because I don't give you anything. (laughs) So I'm going to do a contest. I'm just kicking around ideas. It's 1230 at night, so I'm kicking around ideas. I'm going to do a contest where, because they have all the packages, pork tenderloins, burgers, jumbo franks, filet mignons, and then they put them together as packages. There's savings on that. The semi-annual sale, they cut like half the price off. And then with my code BART, you get another $30 off. So I'll buy someone steaks. All right. Uh, Bart Winkler, March Madness bracket. Winner gets the stakes. Ooh. I could create a group for you. On what? Any platform, CBS, ESPN, Yahoo. Uh, Bear wants to know. (laughs) Oh, God. What? I'm, I'm scared to <laughs> look at it. 
What about oh. a contest for some Brewers Loge tickets? We'll throw those in with the steaks. <laughs> Dude, we'll throw those in with the steaks. <laughs> um, Tim is offered. This was really cool. And we weren't going to announce this until later, but Tim is offered to buy a golf simulator from Carl's place for somebody. <laughs> So that'll be that. That's very generous of you. You're welcome. Uh, very generous. Uh, Carl's Place brings you the voicemails. I do have some. Maybe we'll play those tomorrow. 402-915-BART. 402-915-BART. I do plan on uh, Tuesday. I, I, I'm on, I, I stayed home all day. Not that I had anywhere to go, but I stayed home all day. I, I was waiting to jump on and just like be on when, when Rogers comes on. Also, when Rogers makes a decision... I'm going to also jump on CBS 58 at some point. Oh, nice. With Kevin Holden? And Scott Grodsky. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scott needed my email. and I, My email, it's winklerbart at Gmail, if you ever want to email me. Do. But he was like, oh, was Bart Winkler taken? I was like, fuck you. I'm pissed about it. Don't salt in my wound. Grodsky. We can't all have the name Scott Grodsky. I got to get him on. That's been a disservice. I like Scott. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Do you want to talk about any other moves? Jimmy Garoppolo is a Raider. Like, who cares? Yeah. The Bears are making some moves. Well, the Bears are going to be good for a long time, and that's going to suck. Yep. That's going to suck. Bears are going to be good. Justin Fields is going to be good. Bears are going to be good. That'll be dumb. Lions should trade for Lamar. So why, one of these NFC teams has to trade for Lamar. Who? I don't know. Us? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. That, yeah, thank you. Oh, Sorry. you're talking to them. Well, you specifically. That's our Monday program. Uh, we'll be back again. Another another late night Tim Shea after dark after Bucks Suns. And if something happens with Rogers, we'll jump in, play some voicemails, do all that. So good Bucks win tonight. Very excited about it. And we'll talk to you on Wednesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning podcast, the Tim Shea show. Go. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com